I love a meme. I really do. I'm super terrible at making them. And I personally believe there is a brilliance and an art to making them. Being able to tap into either broader culture or niche culture on multiple levels is super tricky. And I think that the people that can make them successful are geniuses. When a meme hits, it hits so hard and I love it. Think of all the different kind of periods of memes that we've had over the last couple of years. I mean, I think in the early stages of the pandemic and the lockdown, like there was no better kind of um, glue that kept us all together than memes, right? We were all panicked and scared and buying like random beans and fucking frozen meals and couldn't get toilet paper. And it was really unifying. Another moment that really sticks with me forever was when Tristan Thompson first cheated on Khloe Kardashian and everyone went like ballistic on his Instagram. It was amazing. It was brilliant. And I fucking love it. Queer memes are particularly funny to me, and I also love following the lesbian and sapphic accounts. Lesbian humor is typically in the shadow of more well-known, quote, gay humor. And I'll even take it a step further. I think white cis gay culture and humor. Think like Barbara Streisand, Lady Gaga, poppers, bottom and top jokes. And I don't think that sapphic humor gets the shine that it should because it's different. I spoke with Cheyenne, who started a very well-known sapphic meme account called Hot Mespian, about how she started the account, why she started the account. She started subsequent accounts and um, really like what her motivation was and what she's learned. You're, I think, the last kind of queer identifying meme account. And I say that mm -hmm. because there are a lot of like gay meme accounts that feel very curated and targeted at, I mean, mm -hmm. let's even call it for what it is, like white gay men. Like a yeah. lot of them yeah. exist, right? Mm -hmm. And God, I'm such a dyke has become a friend of mine over the years. I just talked to, um, right, just talked to Bet Porter Gallery, mm -hmm. which like what a wild ride yeah. that is, which I love that account. Yeah. But you've been around for a while. And how did you <laughs> start? So to think about <laughs> you have like it though. feels like I just started it though. Like I started at the end of 2018, and that seems like six months ago. But then you like actually think about it and it's like years. And it's wild to me. <laughs> Why did you start it? Um, I started it because I had followed a few other meme pages and they weren't posting as frequently as I want, like I wanted to see more. So I was like, I'm going to start like my own meme page. Like I considered starting it with actually someone I knew from like Tinder at the time. And then she kind of bailed. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to do it on my own. And I like tend to like jump into hobbies and then give up on them within two weeks and just move on. So that's what I thought that that would be. Like, I thought it would be like a two week hobby that I like gave up on and moved on to something else. and then somehow I've been doing it for years, but I did post like at that time I was posting like multiple memes a day, like every single day I was posting so much. And now it's gotten to the point where I kind of one feel like I've ran out of things to talk about or make jokes about. Like, I feel like I've said all that I could say. I was in like kind of a shitty relationship last year. And I was just like, I'm not ready to laugh and make jokes about this yet. Sure. And I should have like written them down <laughs> at the time, but now I don't remember like what I would even have said. Um, but like, 
I feel like I've like gone through phases where I've had a lot of things to say and then phases where I've had nothing to say. And, you know, in the beginning, I like felt like I had so many jokes to make. And I feel like being more anonymous was kind of more fun because I could be a little bit messier. Hence the hot mess, lesbian, hot messian thing. Um, But now like people in my city know who I am. Like all my friends know, like people know who I am and know who's friendly account. When you post yourself now. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely didn't in the beginning. So it was like easier to get away with like making jokes. Not that I don't get like get away with it, but it's just like it feels more personal now that like, you know, my cousin follows it or like my mom knows the name, you know, like I feel like anyone can find me and I can't be as like raunchy as I used to be, even though I still am a little raunchy. I liked when you did like the the polls and the panels in the stories. Mm-hmm. Like people yeah. are fucking wild. I know. They're so fun. They're just like very um time consuming. That's why I don't do them. They take a long time to uh sift through everything. Um but I do like doing those. They're fun. Do you think queer female identifying humor is different than other queer humor? Mm-hmm. Um I think in some ways because I think a lot of it is based on like the stereotypes that we have and it can get a little like repetitive just because we're not like as widely like represented in the media. So it's like U-Haul, scissoring, like it's just like these like few little tropes and it can get kind of repetitive. And then I think if people don't align with those tropes, they like get very defensive and are like, well, I, I've never U-Hauled. Like, why are you making this joke? And it's just like, well, other people have like, that's why it's a, a stereotype. And even if you haven't, it's still like kind of silly to like poke jokes at. Like I've U-Hauled for the first time this year and I never have before, but I've made tons of U-Haul jokes because it's just like the stereotype. Um, I think our sense of humor is a little like, mm, I guess there's more like tact with it than like, I'm thinking about like gay male humor. Like I saw this meme about um, Taylor Swift on Twitter and it was like about the new, no, it was Taylor Swift and Carly Rae Jepsen. And the Carly Rae Jepsen was like, homosexual and it was like listing like desirable gay male tropes like um things that weren't wouldn't be off-putting to like straight people and then it was like f slur for like the taylor swift side and like saying all these like hateful things and like people were like retweeting it they were like this is so funny like i think like men like men and their sense of humor is a bit um more aggressive i'd say like that would not fly on my meet page like people would be very upset about that but like yeah just, people I mean, would obviously, be pissed. There were probably people who weren't happy with that on Twitter as well. But like a lot of people were retweeting it and they were like, ha, this is so funny. Like, let's degrade each other. And I think there is like <laughs> let's some degrade each humor. other. That- <laughs> yeah. I feel like like it's just like the um mean, like how <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen people say like some gay guys want to be like Regina George. Yes. Like that kind of thing, like that kind of humor. Like they want to like make jokes that are like a little catty and like think that's funny and like I definitely have met like queer women and non-binary people who have that same sense of humor but I feel like it's more allowed or like normalized within gay male circles versus women I feel like we have to be a little bit more um nuanced and subtle sensitive to things yeah 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 do you have your own like because now you've integrated yourself more into hot mespian? Mm-hmm. Do you have also your own personal like Finsta account? Um, I just have my personal account. I do use my like close friends to like post things, but um I I do you mean like a Finsta like meme 
page or just like about my no, no, like your own personal. I mean, I know you you've got the personal, but I didn't Mm -hmm. know if you have like another another one. No, I don't. Um, I like I'm pretty open to the point where I don't need to like hide anything I'm posting. I do like avoid tagging my girlfriend in posts because like in past relationships, I've had people like bought like follow my ex or like even after we broke up she got like a bunch of people following her and mm. it's just like are you trying to see like if I'm like if she's like posting anything mean about me or like are, are you trying to get with her so I'm just like keep it a little bit more low-key um but like I don't really ab- like I don't know like I feel like I've always like posted like things to like my close friends that like I wouldn't post to the general public but most of that is because like I was in a sorority in college and I don't want those people seeing those things because they're a little bit like judgmental because I went to like a Catholic school and it was Were you like out in college? I came out while I was in the sorority actually. And that was like kind of, it was like kind of taken well and kind of not. There were like, there was a lesbian and I think at least one other bisexual person in the sorority. So it wasn't like a huge deal, but also I had like a boyfriend at the time. So they were like very like confused and judgmental about that. Did you Um, come out as bisexual or as a lesbian? I came out just like as, I don't know if I gave myself a label at that point. I guess I was going as bisexual just because that's what my friends were referring to me as, but I didn't feel like I was bisexual. Um, Right after I kind of like figured it out, I wanted to like leave my ex-boyfriend, but I was kind of like convinced to stay and I was like well I can be with you but we have to have an open relationship because I do want to see women also and he was like cool with that so we did that so it was like I was identifying as bisexual because I had this boyfriend but in my like heart I was like that doesn't feel right to me but it's what everyone else is calling me so I guess I'll (laughs) go with things it's what makes sense and then when you broke up with him eventually that's when you could live your truth (laughs) and Mm -hmm. you you now identify as a lesbian yeah yeah I do yeah. I mean, could you imagine if you had this account and you weren't? I'm just kidding. Like people are so <laughs> narrow-minded. Yeah. Has running a meme account like ruined the internet for you? Honestly, I was just talking about this in therapy today. It has a little bit because I'm like, it, it's ruined it, but it's made it better because I'm like afraid to post now. And it's not because like my face is attached to it necessarily. I mean, that definitely like holds me back from posting certain things, but it's just like, um, I hate the like people are snowflakes, they're so sensitive. But I think that people are very sensitive on the internet. But I think it's because we're all like if I post a meme, we're all looking at it from a different perspective because we all have different experiences and we perceive things different ways. And if someone doesn't have like nuance, they're only gonna perceive it in their way, not like the person who posted it, not anyone else who's viewing it. And then I also think like when people leave comments or share things, and even I do this, like I, if I quote tweet something on Twitter, I'm sharing it for my followers. I'm not thinking that the person who tweeted the original tweet uh, is going to see it, but like we do see those things. And then if it's like negative or whatever, like that's what really stands out in my mind. Like I can get a million, like you changed my life comments, but then I get like two that are like, you're a piece of shit. And I'm like, I am a piece of shit. Like, it's just like so hard to like turn off the negative and focus on the positive because I think, but I think that's kind of a good thing because it means I want to like do better and be better. Um, and like, I, I don't know. I also realized I like had a, <laughs> an epiphany that it's like my people pleasing uh, tendencies course. where I'm like, I don't want them to be mad at me. So I just like 
post less and less because it's just like, there's no way to please everyone who's looking at your content. Like someone is going to have a frustration with it in some way, but it's because we're all approaching it from like different perspectives. And I like understand that, but also it can feel like very aggressive sometimes. Who are some fun, famous people that have commented or follow your accounts? Um, Hunter Schaefer used to follow me, but she on <laughs> Hunter, <Fuck>. come back. <laughs> Hunter, come yeah. back. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, Allison Stoner liked a post of mine that someone like reshared recently, which was cool. Um, Ruby Rose follows me. She's very nice. We've talked a few times. Uh, Margaret Cho, Phoebe Bridgers has like liked a few of my stories. Um, I'm trying to think if there's, uh, I know Zoe Kravitz shared one of my posts before it just, oh, and Ariana Grande shared one of my posts, like towards the beginning of my, it wasn't gay. Unfortunately, it was like more of like a feminist meme, but it was like towards the beginning of my journey, like maybe three or four months in, she shared one of my posts and I did not like watermark it at that time. So I got like a few thousand followers, but like, I was like, I would have gotten so many fucking more if my name was on there and you didn't have to like click back to another account and then that account to my account. Like, so that's when I started watermarking my shit because I was like, I cannot let these opportunities escape me. Wait, Um, how do you, do you have to put it, this is going to sound so dumb, but people always want to know, do you have like an app that watermarks or do you... Um, I just do it. You can do it on like any app. I just like type in my at hot mess in and then I turn like the opacity of it down. So it's just like there, but not like center stage. And I just place it somewhere. What's like the future of hot mess for you? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. Honestly, I've talked about like wanting to start a YouTube uh account a while ago and I have like a couple thousand followers Ooh, what a throwback babe <laughs> right like but then it's like that's kind of like not a thing anymore um I don't know I that's a really good question I've like debated like starting my own dating app like I've talked to people about that like people who are in like software development um right now I do have my own podcast it's called Sapphic Survival Guide I have two co-hosts on there and we're um I was like talking to my girlfriend yesterday and she said her mom was like is she kind of like the Carrie Bradshaw of the gays and I was like I mean that is kind of like a good way to explain it I mean obviously I have two other people on the podcast with me so it's not just me alone but we're like kind of answering people's questions and giving advice and one of the people on it she is like like a couple of years older than me in a relationship with a woman identifies as queer pansexual at the moment. She's kind of like not very attached to like labels. The other person on it is my friend who's bisexual, who doesn't have much experience with women. So she's kind of tackling questions from the lens of someone who's maybe in the shoes of that person. Yeah. And then there's me and I'm like, I don't know if I feel like very qualified to be giving advice, but at the same time, like what, qualifies you besides like experience and if I have the experience I'm willing to do that but also like take it with a grain of salt because I am a hot mess sometimes but like I'm learning and growing so so, uh you can grow with me I guess but yeah so right now we're doing the whole podcast thing as well I do want to keep making memes I did kind of fall off a little bit last year I like got super sick and then I was in like a shitty relationship that I didn't want to make memes about so like trying to get back into that but I don't know about long-term goals it's kind of I'd love to have my own um I've always said I've wanted to be like which I kind of am doing with the podcast but I'd love to have my own like talk show someday like I want to be like 
Ellen, but like nice to the people she works with and like biracial and cool and like not like, I mean, I guess I might like cheesy dance a little bit, but that won't be like my whole shtick. But like, <laughs> yeah, I've always said I want my own like talk show, but like also are those becoming obsolete? I don't know. But yeah, lots of uh, lots, lots of things, of I things do going. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. We all know that eating whole natural foods is the best way for us to feel good. Sadly, fiber can increase bloating, not getting enough sleep can affect digestion, and well, late night pizza and wine doesn't help, right? I've tried a million products that claim to help with gut health, but I'm loving PlantWise Probiotics. It contains an all-in-one formula, so it's pre, pro, and postbiotics, all in one single capsule. They are honestly the best I've ever tried. PlantWise has more active cultures than most of their competitors. It costs less, which is awesome because I find it way more effective than any quote premium brand that's out there. Since I've been taking them, I just feel like lighter and brighter, which is great because I haven't really been feeling that way the last couple of years. <laughs> if you want to heal from the inside out, try the PlantWise pre, pro, and postbiotic at getplantwise.com. You can even use my code listen to liz 20 for 20% off. It's fascinating for me to meet internet people. I talk to people all the live long day in the DMs and you just like never know what people are going to look like, what they're going to sound like, who they're going to be. And I love talking to Cheyenne. I think she's so cool. Like she lives in what feels like sort of the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. And she has been able to connect with hundreds of thousands of people, inclusive of like major celebrities through her mind and her jokes and her humor. And I just, I think that's so cool. I'm also really fascinated by some of the accounts behind the Bravo culture. There are so many Bravo content creators. And I think Bravo does a really good job of having a good open dialogue with those people, supporting them and fostering that community. And one account that I really, really love is Bravo by Gaze. Larry is the sweetest little baby angel. And I reached out to him because I wanted to have the perspective of not only gay meme culture, but Bravo gay meme culture and that what that means to him. What does your family think about the page? Um, I think my mom like will text me about it and just be like, saw your post, thought it was funny. Like, oh, saw you got more followers. Like, that's great. They honestly could care so less. So she's like on Instagram. <laughs> your mom is oh, like on Insta. Yeah, she's a stalker. She has no, she doesn't watch any of the shows. She doesn't know what's going on, but. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I is didn't she, even know she knew about it until she told me. So. Like who taught her? I mean, honestly, if anyone teaches my mom how to use Instagram. Actually, I have a funny story. Well, my mom's best friend, like who I call my aunt, yeah. was on Instagram and I had been interviewing for my now job at Condé. And it was mm -hmm. super like top secret at the time. Like yeah. I obviously had another job and whatever, but obviously like Condé Nast, I was so, it's like Vanity Fair. It was like so oh, funny. Yeah. And my aunt went on my Instagram and wrote in the fucking comments, Elizabeth, you better take that job at at Vanity Fair. That's a dream come true. Da, da, da. I when I tell you my soul left 
<laughs> my body. I have never freaked out more. And so I call my mom. She's like in Florida. I'm in California. Yeah. I look at my wife and I'm like, holy shit. And I delete it. But it had been from a post that had happened a couple of days before and whatever. And, you know, like all my old bosses at the time very yeah. much followed me and the whole thing. And it's like when we were doing scissoring. So it was like, you know, I was promoting a lot, whatever. Yeah. I had a fucking heart attack. I called my mom and I'm like, Aunt Pat, what the fuck you told Aunt Pat about me interviewing and like what's going on? And she's like, well, I don't know what InstaFlick is and screaming <laughs> over and over that she didn't know what InstaFlick was. And I just, like I said, like my soul left my body. I had to block her, block my other aunt, block my, like they're all blocked. So oh, for sure. I've, while I have like, like really creepy straight white men or like guys in like, Abu Dhabi asking to like fly me out places right. blocked. I also have like my whole like extended auntie group. Your mom blocked. and her crew. <laughs> that is, I, that would literally drive me insane. Like my luckily, whole, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, luckily my mom, um, she knows not to comment and I, she will ask before she can like say something. But That's it's nice. Just, yeah, but it's just, but she'll have like, She'll be like, oh, I told so-and-so to follow you. I'm like, oh, I don't even know who that is. Like, she has her friends following. It's like, I mean, my family, like my, a majority of my family knows. Like I said, they don't even know, like, what the hell's going on. So. Now, it, there, it, you know, the whole gay male obsession with housewives in particular yeah. is pretty well documented. I mean, it's, you know, I have my, like, theories as to why the gays love Bravo. But do you have any, like, if I were to ask you, like, why do gays love Bravo? What would be your answer? I know why this gay likes Bravo. I mean, it's, I love seeing these, like, over-the-top women, like, live this, like, lifestyle that some people, like, will never attain. And, like, half of them really can't even afford. And... Uh, I think, like, three-fourths of them right, can't afford. <laughs> right. Um, it's, I just like... I just love seeing like the over the top. I like when they're like messy and arguing and like drunk and fighting. And it's just like, I don't know what it is. I just love seeing these older women like go at it. it that's my housewife like attraction there. And then I also like, I'm a huge fan of like the non housewife shows. So like Summer House, Southern Charm, Winter House, like Vanderpump. And that's more so because. They're kind of like in my age group. So I relate to them more and like what they do with their friends and like the way that they live. So that's the attraction with that. But it's my housewives. It's always like, it's always just the over the top. All of it. Are you kidding me? Who's your favorite housewife? Oh, damn. Top three. Um, I'll give you a top three. How does that sound? I'm, be, current, I'm feeling generous. Current? or no, like, all time. Oh, all, time, all, all, time. Yeah, all time. Um, NeNe Leaks. Um, I will go... Nini, Bethany, really? Lisa Vanderpump. So you just went old school. Yeah. <laughs> Nini Leaks is without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, in the top three of all time. Yeah. Like there's no if and buts about it. Like yeah. Nini Leaks is Nini Leaks. Somebody I never want to meet because you should never meet your heroes. Lisa Vanderpump, I think, in her prime, before it all started to get a little strange, I think she was rich enough. Yes. And 
kind of like oh, early sexy days enough LVP. and like yeah. early days LVP is great. I am not a huge Bethany fan. That being said, I think the glow up of like her whole shit mm-hmm. was incredible. You know, yeah. I mean, there, I'm not, not, I can't knock that, but I just find her just, she just, I just can't. I mean, Ryan Bailey and I discussed this together. She just like, she dishes, like- dishes, 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 and su- is such a little bitch when it comes yeah. back to her. Like she can't take it, you know? Yeah. I like Bethany prior to um, all the money and like the fame, like before she came back, like the second time. I just like the way that she like she gives really good confessional. And like it's 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 just like it's hilarious to me. And I just I love that now, like the stuff she does now with like her TikToks and like the way she kind of like trashes a lot of the stuff, that stuff I don't really care. I'm thinking like early days, like. Prior to her, yeah, prior to yeah, her like first skinny combat. girl, like you know, and then that whole awful psycho killer esque vibes, husband ex husband of hers. Oh, how sad! Like, what oh my god. <laughs> I mean, when did you kind of think about starting Bravo by Gays? Probably like a few months before COVID started. Oh, I so had just like the COVID started. Yeah, I started it in like November of 2019. And it was just like, I was just like, everyone was so sick of hearing me talk about Bravo. Like a lot of my friends don't really watch it. So I never really had people like talk about it with my boyfriend, like rewatches like old episodes, but he never like watches anything like current and he would always watch Below Deck. And I wasn't really a big Below Deck person like at the time. So I was like, and I followed a few of the pages and I was like, okay, I'm just going to start one. And just like see what happens. Maybe I'll meet a few people I can talk to about these shows and like whatever. Like it'll just be an outlet. And then I just did it like very like sporadically until like mid COVID. And then I was just like, I've got nothing to do, so I might as well just do this all the time. And it it it, it worked. I met so many cool people and like so many like you just talked to Ryan Bailey. Like so many people that like run their own pages that like really just like we have the same interests and they they turn out to be so freaking cool. I've met, I've the like same have... interest being a television network. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, that in is... like the yeah. non-shadiest way, but it is what it is. Like, no, it mean... does, yeah, it really is. And it's funny because I'll talk about like, because Bravo isn't like the only thing that I watch, obviously. Like, it's just, it, I find it very entertaining. And I'll talk about like shows that are non, either like reality or that aren't on Bravo. And people are like, stick to what you know. And I'm like, well, damn. Okay. You mean stick to what you know on the account or stick to what you know, like at a dinner party? Stick to what? They're they're pretty much saying like, don't deviate from Bravo. We don't want to. We're not here to talk about anything else. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Now, did you have a viral post or was there like one particular post that sticks out in your mind is like when things kind of the waterfall happened? Or Um, was it the consistency of posting? about bravo from a gay perspective i think it was the consistency about posting but then i really saw my numbers jump when i covered like the free britney and like her court case and all of that Mm. and i gained like probably fifteen thousand followers from that and then i gained a bunch more when i sat in and listened to like the jen shaw court case and i was posting about that um not one viral kind of like post it was more so like 
stories that were catching the eyes of people and people were following me to follow those stories that I was posting about. Now, do, do you know who Jared Lipscomb is? I Jared Lips. He's like, he's a good, good, good old, old friend of mine. But yeah. he was like one of the main, he was one of the mouthpieces for Free Britney. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sparkle. I think I, think I do because oh. I think I follow him. I just didn't know like the full name. Oh, he's the best. Anyway, you guys should be friends. <laughs> um, now, yeah, so it's just really the consistency. Now, do you think yeah. that it's important that gays have their own Bravo meme account? Is it different? than a Best of Bravo or, you know, any of the other slew of um, Bravo fan accounts that are, and meme accounts that are really more female-led and particularly, like, straight female-led. Yeah, no, I don't, I mean, let me tell you, because when I, I'll tell you how I first came up with the name, because it it really was just like, oh, I like Bravo and I'm gay, so it's just going to be Bravo by gays. And I really post, I, I post everything from my point of view, but I don't post it from like a like a gay perspective. You know what I mean? So it's why not? I don't know. I guess it's just not really the way that I've done it, even though it's Bravo by gays. Yeah, it's just not very misleading. It's very misleading. I know. No, I know. Yeah, just it really isn't. It was kind of just like memes that I'll make like that I think are funny. And it just really doesn't. A lot of it really doesn't have to do with like gay culture. I think everything about Bravo is about gay culture. Oh, it definitely is. But it's not like, like you'll follow like, I'm trying to think of like maybe another account. Like they have like, like the grinder accounts. Like I don't even like they, they'll make like. You mean like Saint Hoax about like, what's Saint that? Saint Hoax or do you know who Saint Hoax is? Yeah. Yeah. Like where those accounts where it's like that, because that feels very much like culture through a gay lens. Yes. Yeah. So like they're uh, like, I, I want to say maybe like tipsy gays or something like I just saw a post where it was like a scene from White Lotus and it was like the Jennifer Coolidge one where she was like, do you know these gays like they're going to kill me? And their meme was like straight girls when their gay friends get them to do poppers. Hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was so funny. In my mind, though, I probably never would have been able to come up with something hilarious like that where they kind of post stuff related to gay culture and my stuff some of it is and but a lot of it really isn't is that because you have internalized homophobia no i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) no not at all i never get to use the i never get to talk about internalized homophobia or i don't i don't it doesn't come up um in this show i feel like my last show all i fucking did was talk about pronouns and internalized homophobia so now i'm really trying to diversify my content but I just, if there's ever a moment where I can ask somebody if they're suffering from internalized homophobia, I just, <laughs> I just went for it, you know? No, I, it's fine. I, I, hey, I appreciate the question, but no, I just, I don't know. It's just never been the, like the way that I've done it. Now, what are your thoughts? You went to the Jen Shaw trial. Mm-hmm. I find it truly, um, I'm trying to find the word. Like nonsensical comes to mind, irrational, irrational. That's the word I'm looking for. I find Jen Shaw in the middle of being guilty on trial for embezzlement, well, really stealing money from people and being on a show about a lavish lifestyle, completely fucking irrational. Um, What was it like to be, did you fly 
to solve. No, to no, no, no. It was oh, okay. all it was all done on yeah. Oh, that's it was just right. All on done Zoom or like on the phone call, right? Where yeah. they crashed the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. what was that like? Like, do you think she's fucked? I think she's completely fucked. I think she knows she's fucked. But so I she's think like, she's like, fuck it. I'm gonna go on TV and just live my best life before I go like have to have a prison girlfriend. But but people like that are so delusional, like they are so delusional that they really right. think in their own head that they're never gonna get caught. And it's like the fact that she even yeah. the fact that she even pled guilty really kind of blew my mind because I thought she was gonna go all the way with like trying to take it to trial and like prove her innocence because in her head she really thought that she was i will say though when i did see her at BravoCon, she was at an after party and she was with a few people and i think one was like her hairdresser and the other one was like her therapist and she was like running around the party telling everyone her therapist told her she's not going to jail like that's how crazy she is she believes like stuff that's like it's and it really is it's in, it's insane it's she is completely irrational i don't know what she thought well that type of narcissism is yeah. like that's like some textbook fucking because the way she behaves i mean i've never i mean it's it's fascinating like i love i mean even Teresa going to prison like thank god like the criminal and it's all the same sort of crime right yeah it's like embezzlement or theft. Right. like it's all yeah. the same shit like these, as you said, like these people can't afford their fucking lifestyle. They're stealing, robbing, stealing, go to jail, become even more popular. I mean, it's just, um, it's truly an act of insane narcissism. And yeah. the way that Jen gaslights people is just like real fucking, it's crazy. It's real it crazy. Yeah, I was watching this last episode and I was like, wow, she really is a lunatic. Like it she the way she talks to people and like she completely I think it was Lisa Barlow who said like she friend like she friend manipulates, which like she completely does. I don't understand though, like I really think she also thinks that like she's Teresa where they would hold the show for her to go to prison and come back, but no. that's never gonna happen. Well, I mean, listen, I was very sad to see Mary go. Mary, whatever concoction. Mary has been prescribed of like uppers, downers, and yeah. tranquilizers. Yeah, right. Please let me know because I'm just out here a regular person with a mortgage, like struggling to not drink an entire bottle of red wine every night, which allegedly I, I may or may yeah. not do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you know what I mean? Like, don't even feel it. Just up in the morning right. working out. Like, who even who even felt that bottle of cab? Not me. <laughs> but I miss Mary. I think, you know, that kind of crazy, I think, is is quite, quite fascinating and, and lovely to watch. And I love the religion in it. I mean, it's just so it's so insane. What are your favorite? And they don't have to be Bravo related. I mean, they might be because it sounds like that's kind of the code of which you might live life by. But what are your favorite meme accounts? Um, Let's see. I love um, I think it's. I love that Tipsy Gaze account. Me I too. Love... They won't message me back. Tipsy no? Gaze. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the it's funny. I will say, like, there is this sort of, like, interesting, you know, lesbian meme accounts, sapphic meme accounts are just such a more of a niche. It's such a smaller group of people. So we mm -hmm. all, and I'm not a meme account by any stretch of the imagination. I just post shit that I, I don't really feel like I can post on my personal. Yeah. Um, 
and I have fun with it, you know? So I'm not really a meme. I'm not like, actually, I did sort of make a meme of White Lotus this week, but I just thought it was funny and whatever. I have like an app that like makes content for me and I'm fucking trying to be a part of Gen Z. But I, um, (laughs) the gay accounts are just so big because I think gay culture is more, it has infiltrated pop culture in a different way. Obviously, I also think white gay men have found themselves like Andy Cohen's, like a Mike White, like a Gary Gennetti. I mean, mm-hmm. they are at the helm of creating content that is has mass appeal. So that yeah. sort of like perspective infiltrates everything that we do. Wow, that was so smart, Liz. I just want to yeah. take a moment. <laughs> right. Take a moment. Like, Kudos hello. I really <laughs> just put it all together in my mind. Like, ah. Um, but it's true. And so, like, lesbians are just, like, over here crying, like, singing Come to My Window. You know what I mean? Like, no one's really following the account. So I'll DM people. Like, I messaged some, and they won't get back to me. You got back to me, which I was very shocked and surprised about because (laughs) I'm also not, like, a big person in the Bravo. I'm Bravo adjacent, you know? So, No, listen, I'll, I'll, yeah, I was excited to chat about whatever you wanted to talk about. Um, Internalized homophobia. That's all right, I want to talk yeah. about. Right. I'm going to have to call a therapist. After. Do you think Jen Shaw? I'm married to one. <laughs> oh, there you go. Center Do you think soul. Jen Shaw um, has internalized homophobia? Just kidding. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Oh, oh, gosh. Also, just send prayers to Coach Shaw. Talk about like fucking Stockholm syndrome. I'm like, bro, that get man. out. Get out now. You, you lovely, lovely, lovely man. But like, or Coach Shaw has either like literally been hit in the head from playing football so many times that he right. just like doesn't know, or he's totally fucking in on it, and we're all just like not seeing the signs, you know? Yeah, the fact that a lot of like everything with Coach Shaw has kind of like gone under the radar, where he, they really aren't talking about his involvement or whether or not he knows, like they are not attacking him the way that like. Erica Girardi is getting attacked. Do you know what I mean? Like, because she is the wife of the person that was committing the crime and he is the husband of the person that was committing the crime. We're not talking about him, but everyone goes after Erica. That's a whole different story, which I completely get why people do do that. But I think it's, mm, I, I do think it's interesting. Insane. It is. Okay. Sorry. What's your favorite? You love tipsy by gays. I'm so ADD. What else? Oh yeah, no, no, no. Um, I love Steven from faces by Bravo. I love this, like the recreations that he does of like scenes, uh, like, with the wigs and like all that. I think it's freaking hilarious. Um, other meme accounts. I, I feel like I have to like, look, I don't like know no, a lot of them. I didn't like, mean to put, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Didn't mean to put that's you on okay. the spot. That's okay. No, that's okay. Really insane hoax. I think. Oh, reality guy. Oh, he's freaking amazing. Reality guy. Yes. He makes like, he recreates like movie posters with like pop culture references, like with people on reality TV. It's so funny. Intra- oh yeah. That's funny. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whitney. Yeah, 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 yeah. An affair to remember. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a day job? Yeah. Do they know? Um, I like told my boss about it, but I never told her like the name of the handle. So like we talk about it because she watches Bravo, but she doesn't know like the name of the account. Interesting. Yeah. But I also blocked her so that way she doesn't see if I post anything during work hours. So she'll never know. Oh. <laughs> I can't blo- I, I I'm fucked. 
Like, I don't really care if people see. I'm like, it is what it is. Yeah. Know? No, I can. I, I wish it could be that way. I just I wouldn't. I just don't want to get in trouble for. I do a lot of posting during the workday. Are you, I mean, are you like, I mean, how funny would it be if you were like, I'm a police officer. I'm right. a guy. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? No, no. Yeah, nothing, nothing exciting at all. Interesting. Okay, so the community, what I learned during my time at Scissoring, mm-hmm. and really when my friend got on New York, um, was just the fandom. I mean, I mean, I can't believe the the true 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 fandom and relationships as you mentioned as the con really the bravo content creators have and make they go on trips they see each other out yeah bravo con so really had been paused when you had started this account so you went a couple months ago and yeah in october and like what was that like for you it was it it was one of the best weekends I've ever had, but it was like, it was insane to see the amount of people that like show up and like show out for an event like that. I've never been to any type of convention or con or like any, like any of those things. It was, it was insane. And I was there from like the moment it opened until like the moment it closed the entire weekend. And it was the way that people would like scream for somebody on one of the Bravo shows, you would have thought that like it was a super. You would have thought it was Beyonce, like the way that they ran after the Bravo celebrities as they were just kind of like walking through the convention center. It was it was wild. It was insane. Did you the run after are, anyone? Who did no, you scream for? I didn't. <laughs> no. You didn't scream for anyone. No, because I I I do. I love all of them, and I got excited to like meet a bunch of them. But for me, I wouldn't like chase them for a photo. I'm good just like seeing them from afar. I'm just like, oh, now there when you, go. you meet people, are you like, I'm Bravo by gays? Um, not no, not usually. If it's someone that like I like DM with that I haven't like ever met, then I would like when I introduced myself to a few people at BravoCon, I did tell them just so that way they didn't think I was like some weirdo. But like we, I actually have like conversations with some of them, so I wanted them to like know it was me so have you ever had a bravo liberty slide into the meme accounts dms um uh, i i mean i chat with a bunch of them none of them are like sending me like info though or like gossip as to like what's going on in a season but no they do that uh, to me yeah and i don't say anything about anything yeah that's I mean, why. if they did, I wouldn't say anything about it because I you think it's hilarious. It but yeah. But who has who have you messaged with? Give us something. Come on. Um, yeah, no, I've talked to I talked to Craig Cotover pretty often. Um, I talked mm. to Paige. Uh, my favorite person I really love like talking to is Katie Maloney Schwartz from Vanderpump. Oh, Katie's um, sweet. Yeah. I really yeah, I really like her. Um Mercedes from Shaw's. The best. Um, yeah. Mercedes, so I finally, we were internet friends. Yeah. And she came on one of my first episodes, I mean, of this show. And mm-hmm. um, we talked for an hour and 45 minutes about absolutely nothing. It was almost like completely unusable, the interview, because it yeah. was just us ADDing about <laughs> nonsense with each other. Because yeah. we just, and we did it in person, which was really fun. But I have to say, I think she is lovely. Like, yeah. I just can't say enough good things about MJ. 
Yeah, no, she, she's great. She's super nice. And I, it's funny that you say that because I listen to her podcast and I'm like, oh, she kind of like goes off and like can't like stay on track with something it's hilarious. It's insane. If, and if you're listening and you want to see the full video, feel free to uh, head on over to my Patreon because the video is fully there. Um, but I'm like, what are we even fucking talking about right now? Like, I almost got divorced that day because I put my phone on airplane mode and I disappeared for hours and my wife like almost fucking murdered me. It was a whole. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. Hey, at least it was sounds like it was fun, though. It was fun. It was fun. She was great. Um, Okay. now where do you see Bravo by gays going or are you content with what it is? Which is Um, also a fine answer. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm content. I've never really had a plan for it. Like. I've gotten to do some really cool stuff. Um, I've gotten to meet a lot of really cool people. So if it just continues to be that and I get to like chat with some people that I like, I'm a fan of, I'm completely cool with it. What are your thoughts on a lesbian or Bravo by lesbians account? Do it. Like, well, I'm not going to, honey, I ain't got no time. <laughs> I'm out here with, I'm barely holding on. I am, I'm on fucking every show, every, I'm like, no, no, no. But what do you think like a Bravo by lesbians account would look and feel like? I don't even know. I mean, I honestly don't even know one Bravo like lesbian creator. I know. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know what it would look like, but I'd love to see it. I think it was me and Darren. Yeah, I'm I'm saying like meme account wise. Yeah, I think it's mine. Yeah. Yeah. I I just have to be. Here's the thing, and the listeners know, I like, I dance a little, I like tiptoe around Rob. It's just weird for me mm-hmm. because it's like Wizard of Oz. Like, I know what's behind. Yeah. It ruins it a little. Though I have to say, as as you can see, I'm passionate about Salt Lake. And Heather is a doll and... um. I really think she's wonderful and um, not having a great season, but that doesn't mean that whatever. Um, (laughs) They can't all be their best. They can't. But I think that Salt Lake is like truly a study in like post-apocalyptic society. It's fascinating. It really is. It's insane. I love it. I mean, and listen, yeah, no lesbian creators for Bravo. Yeah. But why is that? Why is that? Well, you have to make a guess. I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to have to ask the people. I mean, I don't even, yeah. I I wish I I I knew how many like lesbians followed me. I'm going to have to like figure it out. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Or maybe they're, are they just not interested? I have have no, I have no idea. I have no clue. Well, it'll be interesting with Jenna Lyons. And I've said it a million times and I'm sure people here are sick of hearing me talk about this. If Jenna Lyons is not being a fucking lesbian hoe on this new real house, what are they yeah. calling the new one? I think it's just Real Housewives of New York. Okay, fine. So if she's not hoeing out, I want yeah. nothing to do with it. Right. I need rich lesbian hoedown. That's what I need. If I don't have it, I'm not interested. But yeah. I think that will bring a lesbian contingency to uh, to the show because, you know, We've only just had outside of like Captain Sandy, which that's a whole other thing. <laughs> um, we've only had performative touches of lesbianism. Yeah. Brandy, 
very nice to me. I have nothing that has been very kind to me, but that was like strange performative blackout, like yeah. scissor kicking. Then you've get, it's like, it's rumors. It's like touches of it. It's never yeah. like full It's on. never like a full out like lesbian. Oh, no. Martina and Juliana. Oh, and Juliana. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Which I just started watching last night. Amazing. It's so but good. you know what they're doing? They're like making this whole t- line about how like she Jules is on the farm with the baby goats and Martina's yeah. fucking skiing in Aspen. And it's funny because like I know who the fuck she's skiing with, which is like making me die. So because yeah. fun fact about me, which you might not know, is I'm also a tennis influencer. Oh, OK. I span. I'm, I'm very um, all trades. Yeah. In my in my interests. <laughs> but they're kind of making this whole like lesbian deathbed kind of underlining conversation here, which is not like that great. But yeah, we do at least have one lesbian housewife and that's her. Yeah. But we'll see. She ain't hoeing. I want hoe wing. Rich hoe wing. Rich hoe wing. Hey, I, I'm excited. I really hope that um, I really hope that she does do that in New York. I think that'll be great. Yeah, there's no way she's not doing so it. So fucking excited for her to be on it. And I can't wait for, for it to come out. Me too. Her show on HBO Max was pretty underwhelming. So that's why I'm like, you better hoe up and hoe out or you can get out. <laughs> you know? Um, okay, it. well, we have not figured out why there are no lesbian Bravo meme accounts. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wish I had an answer for you. I'm going to have to ask. Do you follow any lesbian meme accounts? I don't know of any. Oh, brother. That's why I'm doing this whole episode. God, I'm such a dyke. Hot mespian who you're going to be sharing this episode with. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Diversity. Diversity and inclusion. Bravo by gays. Okay. Well, as you can hear in this episode, uh, it's pretty clear that the lesbians do not have much of a presence in the Bravo sphere, or really the meme sphere, for that matter. And it sounds like we need to be doing a better job at taking up more space. I also think it's really interesting to take a step back and see how much white men, gay or not, drive the narrative for so many different types of culture, whether that's pop culture, TV, entertainment, or even just comedy and the internet. I mean, think about it. Like, think about all people running these major internet and tech and uh, TV studios. It's typically white men. But I think opening my eyes as a cis white woman, queer or not, to see how much space white people take up in all facets of life is really interesting. And it's something that I want to continue to be more conscious about and continue to educate myself about. I will forever be obsessed with memes and I will forever be fascinated to pull back the curtain and see who the wizard is making them. And um, it's funny to see how sometimes it's deliberate, not deliberate, where these creators are coming from. And, you know, sometimes they say ignorance is bliss. And quite frankly, I think most of the time, especially when it comes to... um, the internet, it is pretty blissful, but I love it. And I still don't know how to make a goddamn meme. 